Hello and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Listen. I'm a certified lymphedema therapist practicing in San Diego, California, and a board-certified massage therapist. And this podcast focuses on some of the topics that I cover in my book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy. Um, The first half talks about... um, tips and tricks to reduce swelling in the face and body um, because my clientele is mostly um, dealing with swelling after plastic surgery and orthopedic surgery and also with a diagnosis of lymphedema and the second half of the book focuses on um, different research proven ways that I've found um, to balance our immune system and that's very important um, for me because I am I have a skin cancer history and um, my both my parents uh, passed away from uh, breast cancer and lung cancer um, so I know that my immune system is very important um, to me to my long-term survival and I want to give myself um, all the boost that I can so it's a lot of holistic advice on balancing the immune system so today I found a really great um, it's actually an Associated Press article um, And the title is Women Manage Lymphedema After Bouts with Breast Cancer. What I really liked about this article, um, which I will post on the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy Facebook page, is um, it gives it... You, act, you hear the voices of several women who have a lymphedema diagnosis and they speak frankly about their experience with lymphedema. So I think this is um, especially wonderful. In a recent podcast, I talked about how um, many times people who have lymphedema, um, they, don't, they don't have any friends Um, none of their, they're the first person in their friend group to get lymphedema. So sometimes it's very um, isolating because they just don't have the experience to hear other people's, um, other women's experiences um, with living with lymphedema. So I just want to, um, I click, like click on the link on my Facebook page to read the entire article. And I just want to share some of the quotes that really, um, that really touched me. Um, one lady says it's a chronic disease as if you don't remember that you had breast cancer here's a reminder and I've I've heard that from my clients too Um, the two things that they're really frustrated with the first one is that they didn't feel like they got enough information as far as lymphedema awareness before they got lymphedema and the second part was you know they they beat cancer. They did everything the doctor said. They beat their cancer and now they still have this chronic um, illness, this lymphedema that's with them for the rest of their life. And unlike cancer, there is no cure for lymphedema. Um, So that frustration is definitely a part of having lymphedema. And then again, she says in the article, nobody told me I was going to get lymphedema. Nobody warned me. Wouldn't you think that my surgeon or my oncologist would say, by the way, you lost all your lymph nodes. You are at risk of lymphedema. Um, And that's, uh, these are from Kate Collins. Um, She's from Massachusetts. Um, and she's 64 years old. She's extensively quoted in this article, so it's wonderful. Um, and then a uh, certified lymphedema therapist, Lisa McCutcheon, um, 
says the manual lymphedema coach, um, which is what I am all as well, almost serves as a traffic cop. If they're swelling, I'm going to teach them how to reroute it down the pathway that's a healthier pathway because it's like a highway system if it gets backed up and nothing can move. So that's the importance of um, the manual lymphatic drainage regularly. Um, and I, I, it's funny because a lot of times people will talk about it as far as um, traffic. That it's that it's traffic. Um, another person said, um, you know, she was told a little bit about lymphedema, and she said at the time, "Did I process that? Of course I didn't. I was getting ready to cut, get cut open, and maybe die." Um, and then a, another lady says, "You are kind of dragging a big old water balloon in the arm. This can be really tough." Um, and these things are very, um, it's widespread. It's something that's really familiar to someone that's a CLT like me, and it's completely normal. So on this segment of the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast, I want to share some advice that was given to me um, by a client that I saw recently. She asked me to share it with my fellow clients. And that's regarding the decision to use a cane or to use a walker. So this can be something we can personally face or we can have our mothers or fathers facing in our life. Um, And her advice was she had been using a cane for a long time, but she felt that using a walker um, was better for her because it allowed her to stand up straighter and it allowed her hips to um, to walk straight. As um, And the alternative is when she uses a cane, she stooped over a little bit. And just the action of um, the way we walk changes when we use a cane. And that had caused her some pain in her hip area. So she would recommend to other people to use a walker.